My name is Kate the Socialite, and you're listening to episode 41 of The Kate Show. Guys, I had the most interesting guest ever on The Kate Show, and I am so excited for you to meet Heather Gillette. Now, Heather is a former Google employee, and she was a founding member of YouTube. But, and this is the topic of our conversation today, she is also the founder of an amazing platform called designerinc.com. And it's basically like Amazon, but for interior designers. And yes, it's definitely trade only. So let me give you guys just a little synopsis on Designer Inc. They have amassed hundreds of thousands of trade only furniture and decor products from over a thousand vendors. They offer the only seamless online solution to source and purchase furniture and decor. And guys, you know what? It is a really cost-effective marketing channel for those trade-only manufacturers. So to all my manufacturers listening, you can reach their audience of nearly 10,000 registered designers when you start offering your product through designerinc.com. Now, Designer Inc. is completely free to the interior designer. It also offers some major time-saving benefits, such as you can get a quote on any item or order a fabric sample with just the click of a button. If you happen to be ordering showroom-level product, Designer Inc. will actually purchase your product through the showroom of your choice so that no one loses out on commission. And when you buy a product through Designer Inc., they handle all of the expediting for free and they micromanage the process from the status of your order to its shipping date. Can you believe this, guys? This platform is absolutely amazing. Heather has thought of every possible way to make your life as an interior designer easier and faster. So without further ado, let's hop into this episode with Heather Gillette. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Kate Show. You heard about our special guest in the introduction, so I am not going to waste any more time. We're going to dive right in. Heather, welcome to The Kate Show. Thank you very much, Kate. I'm really happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. You know, when I first heard about Designer Inc., I thought, oh, my goodness, I have to get her on the show. I mean, you've got a very unique background, and then your entire platform, Designer Inc., is just so what this industry needs right now. I am excited to dive right into this. So well, thank you for saying so. Yeah, yeah. Could you tell me a little bit about you, first of all? Because I have to admit, you're probably one of the most intriguing people I have come across. <laughs> okay, that's uh, super flattering. Thank you. Um, I, uh, well, okay, me. So I am uh, not from the interior design industry per se. I've actually been in tech, the tech industry, early stage tech startups in Silicon Valley for about 25 plus, plus, plus years now. Um, and uh, I, I actually, I liked early stage startups. So I actually, um, throughout those 25 years, it was typically um, being a part of a company from the very beginning when it's just a few people. And um, 
And in fact, I was uh, the eighth employee at YouTube. And so I was there before um, everything exploded, although it exploded very quickly after I joined. And I ran all of the operational departments, so like the copyright review team, um, the, the content review team, and then also the user support team. So a lot of heavy transactional type stuff. And I was there um, for four plus years through the, through the Google acquisition. <clears throat> that is so cool. I mean, we all think of YouTube as this giant, which I mean, it is now, but being on the ground floor of that, I would imagine you were learning things left and right. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm not a lawyer. I don't have any legal background, but I, uh, we started getting a couple of copyright takedowns. I think this is probably a good example of, of learning. Um, and uh, from different uh, media agencies or whatever, not really fully aware of what YouTube was or why suddenly they, some, someone had put their content online. And uh, Chad turned to me and said, hey, Heather, we, we got a, a takedown, a copyright a letter where someone's requesting we take something down. Can you handle it? And I was like, sure. I, you know, I, I had a little notebook at my last job and I actually did that at my last company. And he's like, great, here you go. And it literally ended up being one of the biggest, uh, most important areas for the company um, that, I, that I was handed in the very, very early days that I had to learn uh, as we went along sort of how to best process and what the laws were and dealing with content uh, owners and, uh, it was a big, big deal. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that's a sticky situation because I know that even today, YouTube makes it really easy for anybody to report a copyright infringement. Yeah. And for all of my interior designers listening, I mean, copyright infringement is huge for them as well because yeah. occasionally someone else will use their photos and pass it off as their own. Yeah. And do you have any tips for someone who is finding out, oh crap, someone else is using my content, whether it's a video or a photo? Well, I think um, uh, luckily today, there's a lot of really great systems that can respond to uh, a notification from you really quickly. So even just going through, even though it looks like it's a forum and it's going to be months till anybody will see this, I know uh, at YouTube, in fact, you know, you fill out that form and as long as you stated those three or four things under penalty of perjury, there was a little checkbox for that, they would remove the content immediately. We had really automated it. Um, so I think the good news is these days, there's a lot of great systems to be able to try to manage your content if you do find your content posted. Um, I don't, I can't speak to all of the companies, but I think for the most part, there are good systems now mm -hmm. to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. And I think, too, as long as people remember that not everyone is using their content maliciously. Sometimes it right. is an accident. And right. just trying to keep those emotions on an even keel. And all of that can be difficult. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So before you were at YouTube, you were working for another really prestigious company that we all know. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Uh uh, are you talking about Google? I am. Okay. <laughs> YouTube was actually first. And oh, then okay. Got it. Got it. Yes. Well, please tell me everything. Okay. Okay. So yes, Google, um, Google bought us pretty early on. I think, I don't know, I guess I'd been there a little over a year at YouTube. Of course we had exploded into, you know, I don't even remember what our, our ranking on the internet was, but, you know, I think we were double digits or single digits already as far as like popularity rating in the world. Um, but uh, Google bought us and um, 
there were a lot of amazing things that Google brought to the table. I mean, of course, we were no longer a startup. We actually had Google's resources available to us for what was a crazy, crazy, um, really quickly growing company, and we needed we needed more resources. Um, but there were also some amazing best practices and things that they brought to the table that we got to leverage immediately, like you know, uh, different ways to help an even bigger community, uh, things like that. So um, it was a, it was an amazing experience. I ultimately left after a few years because again I wanted to be back to a small company, that same kind of small company feel again, which which Google, even though it's huge, actually does a good job of almost seeming like a startup, but but. I wanted the real thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I've read a lot of good about Google, even mm -hmm. from how they will handle every, their users' information, because mm -hmm. I know that's such a hot topic right now, especially with the GDPR that was passed. Right. And I, I think it's so cool that someone like you, who has gone through the, the big brands out there, Google and YouTube, and now you're creating your own platform. And mm -hmm. that just speaks to the fact that, like you said at Google, it was all about community. Well, I see that coming through in your latest venture. So yep. when, you're, when you said you wanted to start something of your own to get back to that small business feel, I kind of have to laugh because Designer Inc. looks like it is growing so fabulously and it is helping so many people. So if that's your idea of small, my goodness, woman. <laughs> so. Well, you know, behind the scenes, we are really small, but we have some smart people that have, have helped me build this and, um, and help me run, run the company. But yeah, there's just, a, you know, a handful of us that mm -hmm. should be changing soon. There are a lot of big, big changes and really cool things we want to be able to offer designers and manufacturers uh, to be able to, to make this an even better platform for them. So that's changing soon. But yeah, it's been, it's been a small team uh, so far up until now. Yeah. And it also sounds like it's been a labor of love. So yeah. what is the passion or the why behind what is pushing you forward? So it, this is a long story. <laughs> I will right, try. I love long story. <laughs> okay. Okay, good. Um, I will, you know, give me some sort of a s audio signal if I'm going, you know, boring you like crazy. Oh, no, sure thing. Um, so I left uh, YouTube and, and I was very lucky in that, you know, Google acquired YouTube, which meant that the people that worked at YouTube and had stock made some money from that. So I was very, very lucky to, to have been a part of that. And I was able to, for the first time in my life, buy my own home. Um, <clears throat> I never thought I'd be able to own a home in the Bay Area. Mm -hmm. uh, it, housing prices have always been incredibly high here. Even, you know, I grew up here uh, as, as long as I can remember. Um, but I bought a house and I wanted to really, really make it my own and celebrate that, you know, I, I actually was able to do this. And I realized after buying the house, there really wasn't enough left over to hire uh, a truly professional seasoned interior designer. And I, you know, I grew up next to, um, you know, Steve Jobs' house in, in Palo Alto, was a couple of houses down from my best friend's home. And uh, my other good friend, her father was Jim Clark. He, he founded a lot of companies, Netscape. So, you know, I was always surrounded by these amazing homes and beautifully decorated homes. And uh, I, I loved beautiful design. I just knew 
over the years, I was not the right person to try to pull that off for myself. And there's a level of excellence that I think a professional interior designer, only they can bring, a seasoned professional mm -hmm. designer. Um, so, you know, I, I wanted to do that. I wanted to kind of really make this place fabulous. And I, re I recognized that I couldn't afford it. So I, I, I thought about everything that I did at YouTube and the millions of transactions and things we did every day with a very small team and how we built these kind of uh, great systems through automation and, and other, other methods. And I thought about, is there anything that I could take from my history in running different teams and startups when you never had enough people to do the work that needed to happen and bring it to design and be able to somehow create professional interior design or access to professional interior design that was affordable to a new customer, a customer that wouldn't normally be able to hire a designer. So not necessarily replacing the traditional interior designer's client, creating a whole new customer base of, you know, for maybe more affordable design services. And that was my company, New Decor. And uh, I, I pulled in a team of people, um, a very, very senior designer by the name of Mark Cutler headed up our team and he oversaw every single design that went out the door. And we did everything just like a traditional firm, except we never met you, but we did the full CAD drawings and the floor plan and you know traffic flow analysis. And we sourced from the trade also, which was, um, you know, we, we felt very important for that margin, being able to buy these amazing products at the designer net price and keep that margin when you sold it to your client was critical for our business model. And uh, it, you have to imagine though, we're an online interior design firm is basically what New Decor was. And we would have, the Wall Street Journal wrote up a big article about us one day, and we didn't know it was coming. We had no, no idea. It was in their Sunday paper, a full-page spread, and they, they coined us the dream team. And it was from uh, uh, one of their design column, you know, someone who, who was known for her design kind of knowledge, her design specialty. And we had just... Uh, design clients just like crazy hundreds and hundreds of people signing up for projects and paying so to give you an example that could happen at any moment we never knew so we had to really figure out how to be as efficient as possible um, at any moment we could have an influx of 50 new design clients that wanted us to do you know that their house or their room so i had my team tracking all of their time that they were spending on the different tasks that we had to do for our clients. And the biggest task, the biggest time sink for them was the product sourcing. It, you know, we, we had catalogs all over the place. We had books, you know, laying everywhere. Uh, we sometimes have to go over to the design center and take a look at different things. Um, and I just, I knew that that was one of the big areas we needed to solve for our own design firm to become efficient and to really be able to make this company work economically. So that's how Designer Inc. came to be. And, and you know, I, I got to learn the industry um, pretty well over, that was about three years that I was running that design firm, New Decor. And uh, in, that, in that process, really got to know the, the industry really well, enough that I also kind of knew a lot about the manufacturers and the and the trade only manufacturer side, and we we ended up building our own search engine from all of that and from all of our trade accounts initially just for ourselves. That's how Designer Inc came to be. That is so fascinating. So yeah. 
is new decor still in operation? You said you're not running it anymore. No, we, we uh, got to break even uh, and sort of, I guess, proved that the business model could work. Uh, but earning that dollar as a, an online design firm trying to sell, you know, Baker product to a client that had never heard of Baker um, was, was definitely a, a tough business model. And in the interim, uh, you know, Designer Inc. was there as an internal tool for ourselves, but we also had friends of our designers and their extended network. Everyone is asking to use it. And so we realized there's a much bigger um, uh, sort of, uh, business to be had here through Designer Inc. Let's help the industry as a whole be more efficient um, and and provide some tools to them because there absolutely was nothing when when we started out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, this part about this that strikes me the most is the same thing that I said about my DOMA or design mm-hmm. files, and that is you started out just trying to solve a problem for yourself. Right. And then, so there was new decor that solved one problem, but then you right. decided to solve a second problem that you hadn't even known existed until you started taking that first step. And that is the right. beautiful part of this where it's just like an involvement of yep. problem solving, really. Yeah. And it, had I not had my own in-house engineering team, you know, that could build pretty much any kind of platform, I probably would have needed a MyDoma at the time as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, and I'm a huge fan of, of Designer Inc. and MyDoma and Design Files because you guys yeah. all have the same mission at heart, and that is to make business easier for these business owners who have chosen to put all of their creative energy into their design work. And yes. And that is why I will defy anyone who says interior <laughs> designers are not business owners. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Oh, my God. I can't believe that was one of the dumbest things to ever put. Yes. Anyway, yes. Um, we that shall remain nameless. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, uh, and one thing I want to say there, too, is it wasn't just that we recognized uh, a, a better business that we could, we could uh, build. It was um, just uh, out of complete admiration for these trade-only manufacturers and, and the beautiful things that they created. Mm-hmm. You know, I ha- before I started New Decor, I really had not been exposed to any of these brands and these amazing, you know, third-generation companies where they're making things the old-fashioned way, eight-way hand-tied stuff, kiln-dried wood, whatever it is, um, uh, you know, made in the U.S. And uh, these beautiful, unique styles too. Uh, you can't, you know, you go to Pottery Barn and everything looks absolutely the same. Mm-hmm. These are these are absolutely beautiful artisans, and so there's an admiration and a respect for for the industry that came out of that as well. And and um, and kind of an ex- it was exciting for me to think, okay, if we're struggling this hard to try and find out who the manufacturers are available to us. Imagine how much they're struggling and trying to reach the designers out there, their audience. So that was also really exciting. It is because it does solve multiple pain points for multiple audiences, but it serves the common goal of just bolstering the home industry like crazy. And how did you go about, if you don't mind my asking, getting these long-term connections with all of these manufacturers, I can imagine that was quite a process because according to your website, you have many, many brands available. Yeah. Well, I'll have to, you know, 
when we started out, we just had the product information we grabbed for ourselves. So we didn't necessarily ask for permission. We were never intending on sharing this beyond our team. Mm -hmm. um, and then over time, though, as we had more and more designers asking to use it, we started reaching out and, and introducing ourselves. Um, there have been many manufacturers that have, have taken me a very long time to build a relationship with. Um, but I think as soon as they understood also that we're we're really here to be a part of the industry, not to come in and say, okay, listen, this is how it should be done. Let's change everything. That's, that's not what we're here for. We're here to collaborate and work together and be a part of this industry that we respect and admire so much. And uh, I think that message has now hopefully um, gotten out there broadly and um, it's making it easier for me to have these conversations, especially when it comes to um, showroom level product, luxury level product. That's a big area where, um, you know, some showrooms are doing well, but others are not. And I know that there, there's a, um, I don't know what it, I don't know what it is and who's doing what and what's going well and why it's going well. But, but what I do know is we, or I, or the company, we feel very strongly about showrooms and their importance uh, as, as a critical pillar in this industry. If you have a very beautiful but expensive uh, chair, let's say, from a brand maybe you haven't heard of, you need to go and see that brand and that chair in particular. And if, if the showroom is, doesn't exist for luxury level product, then those manufacturers are going to be forced to sell through other means and not necessarily through the through the trade. So if they're off, you know, now maybe selling direct to consumer, that wipes out the industry for everybody, I think, or, or it just completely changes the game. And I'd like to see the, the, the game as it is just strengthened and bolstered. So um, I'm hoping that, you know, that's, that's made a big difference too, or I think it has. Yeah, you bring up a really good point about if if these designers don't know what's out there, then those manufacturers are put in a very sticky situation mm -hmm. where they might be tempted to start going B2C instead of B2B mm -hmm. just yeah. so they can sell their products. And I know that is a huge concern for a lot of the interior designers that I work with. So you are in the business of making sure these manufacturers stay trade only. And can you explain a little bit about the business model behind that because I also know that there is no cost for an interior designer to use your service so how does right. that work right and there's no cost either for manufacturers um, and we uh, the way the way we make money is we earn a commission on any sales that are placed through us however that doesn't mean that we actually earn a commission on all of our products we don't um, the 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 big value proposition that I think um, is important to keep our designers on the platform and keep them happy is to have a really comprehensive inventory of products, even if we don't make a commission on them. So um, I, you know, I, I use this all the time um, as a good example, but basically you wouldn't use Google search if the only search results came back from paid advertisers. And so that's sort of the same with Designer Inc. We wanna have a comprehensive set of product on there, whether we make a commission or not. Um, we will stay in business because we do make commission on some pieces and you know, hopefully uh, the majority of our pieces, <laughs> it becomes that way. Um, but showroom level product is a perfect example where we're not vying for commission at all. We buy the products through the showroom. And in fact, when you um, check out on Designer Inc., you can specify your preferred showroom if there's um, any you know, 
could be a vicinity where there's a couple different competing showrooms. You can actually specify which showroom you want it to go through. And um, uh, there's some showrooms in particular that we work with all the time where we make sure we pass on the designer's information because they really want to know who, it, who is truly buying this if it's not Designer Inc. So, um, yeah, so just, you know, that, I guess, I don't know if that, I say that to a lot of people in the industry and they say, what? That makes no sense. But I, I, I really do think it's the way to go. I think our value proposition is the most important thing uh, for the designers and keeping the designers happy for us to stay in business. Yes, I completely agree. You're acting as that vital link between the designers, the manufacturers, and the showrooms. And mm -hmm. I 100% agree with you. Those showrooms are crucial. And I think it's really cool to have someone like you say that because having spent so much of your career in the technology-based, online-based world, mm -hmm. showrooms are really the exact opposite of that. And yeah. I, I, I'm concerned, honestly, between you and me about how much our culture has gone online everything because mm -hmm. we are starting to miss out on vital pieces that will directly affect the economy. It affects our daily lives. And yeah. so, yes, these showrooms, I think it's so cool that you have the ability to have them choose the showroom and then provide information to those particular showrooms because then it just bolsters up everyone. Yep. So. So you mentioned that a lot of the product that people are ordering through you is U.S.-based. Mm -hmm. Can anyone outside the U.S. use Designer Inc.? They, they, I mean, of course, Canada is obviously a, um, it's most of our manufacturers ship to Canada pretty easily without uh, prohibitive costs. Um, I, we do have inter designers that are located outside of the U.S. and Canada, though, that do use us, but I, they use us for inspiration. They don't really use us for purchasing, or, or they might get a quote just to get an idea, but, but really, um, you know, it's, everything is in U.S. dollars on our site, uh, et cetera, and shipping costs would probably be prohibitive, you know, to someone that's maybe over in Italy, mm -hmm. but um, we are going to um, start bringing in European products, however, to the Designer Inc. platform. Um, I just brought on um, someone I worked with for five years at, or four years at Google uh, who was in charge of uh, monetizing YouTube in Europe. So she's, um, she's actually an Italian native and has a lot of great connections over there. So we're going to start bringing in a lot of uh, manufacturers from Europe that would like to enter the U.S. market more, more um, directly. Oh, that's exciting. I can just yeah. imagine all the awesome, even furniture pieces, decor items that will come out of Europe because I have a lot of my interior design clients who will source their product from all those really special or exotic, you know, air yes. quotes, exotic places. And yeah. it makes them almost happier than it makes the homeowner, I swear. <laughs> they are so excited about it. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. We're really excited too. Um, I know I can't wait. I mean, it's I'm already overwhelmed by the beauty of everything in the U.S., but mm -hmm. it it will be um, great to see some of these new things that we're we're able to bring in. Does it make you want to have multiple houses? Oh my god! You just get stuff. <laughs> I can't tell you. Um, I I actually it's it's like almost. I, can't, I don't buy everything that I love. I can't. I don't. I live in a tiny home, by the way. Mm -hmm. My my house where I live is is uh, just under 700 square feet. It's tiny. That is awesome. Uh, yeah. Um, but um, 
I can't tell you how many times I'm like, my God, that is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And it makes me want to just redo my whole house just to make that work in the house. <laughs> um, but, but I, you know, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. buy those things. Um, my team, before I uh, shut down Unicorn, my team did my whole place and I absolutely love it. Um, but I have, you know, all, all the trade only brands. Uh, some of my favorites are in the house now. But yes, I constantly see new stuff where I'm like, geez, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When I first started serving the design industry, like in particular, it was awful because I saw beautiful pictures day in and day out. <laughs> and right now we're living in a 900 square foot trailer because we're building our dream home literally just across the yard. But, right. But we were in like the planning and saving phases when I first started this part of my business. And so I'm looking around me at this 1970s trailer and I'm like, this isn't right. This is so not right. And I look at these beautiful photos of my clients' portfolios and be like, what the heck? This is, oh. (laughs) No, but you're going to have a totally clean slate to start from. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah. So like, I get it. And when you were saying that your team redid your entire space. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't matter if it's 700 square feet or 7,000. I mean, when it's done well, I just feel yeah. like interior design done when it's done well, it can make even the tiniest home feel fabulous. Yep. It's like I, magic. I, it, it does feel that way. And actually it doesn't get old. I still come home and I get so excited. I just love it here. Oh, that is awesome. Well, and it, it speaks to the emotional impact that our environment has, you know, like our, our very immediate surroundings. And I know that a lot of homeowners don't fully understand that, but the designers do. And that's why I think interior design is an interesting field because it's blending, you know, the, the creativity with the psychology of how we live. Hey guys, just popping in here quick because I've got a question for you. Do you have a business partner? Do you have someone who is helping your business move the needle forward every single day? Well, if you're still looking for that special someone, look no further than Nancy Ganzikoffer. She's a business coach for interior designers and other creative entrepreneurs. Nancy understands the unique challenges you face when pursuing your dreams, and she'll help you develop your business identity, set goals, and manage your time. Now, if you're not part of her Facebook group, Actionable Entrepreneurs, you'll want to get in there right away. Nancy's there every single day, giving tips, support, and lessons to keep you taking action and moving forward in your business. Now, if you're ready to take a giant leap forward, get on her calendar for a strategy call. It's 50 minutes of straight business coaching, and you'll leave that session with clarity, goals, and a direction towards growth in your business head over to businesscoachnancy.com forward slash consult. So Heather, my next question for you is, if there's an interior designer listening who would like to give Designer Inc. a try, what would that experience be like for them? And along with that, how do you make sure that overambitious homeowners don't hop on Designer Inc. and try to get those trade-only resources? You just go to designerinc.com and you register. But until we have verified that you're an interior designer, and so, of course, with most states in the United States, we use a reseller number. Uh, in Canada, we ask for different documents uh, in a couple states in the U.S. And we check those out. We make sure you're a legitimate designer, and then we approve you. But before that, really, you're, all you, you register and there's nothing 
nothing for you to do on the site. You can't see any product. There's, there's really um, no information for you. Once you're verified, though, everything opens up to you, all of the functionality and all of the products. So with the many, many products you have on there, how do they start searching through everything? Because I imagine it would be a little bit overwhelming to be like, nothing, and then, oh, there's thousands now. Now what? <laughs> like, where do I start? So do you have them That's broken true. down by, like, different genres of design or aesthetics, yeah. I should say? How does that yeah, work? Yeah, uh, well, we do have a style filter. It's not uh, the the feature that I'm the most proud of. Um, unfortunately, I can, I can explain that in a second. But um, uh, so no, when you get into Designer Inc, um, there are categories on the left. That's the best place to start. And just drill down on the category that you're looking for. And then there's other really, really useful filters like price range. So there's a lot of uh, products, especially ones that have a lot of customization abilities where we can't possibly have a price list on the site. There's just too many uh, factors involved to really uh, ascertain the, the price of an item. So, but everything, all of the products are classified into ranges, price ranges. So you can search in the you know, $1 sign range or the $2 sign range or both at the same time. You can narrow it down by color. Um, you can narrow it down by um, uh, style like I mentioned but the problem with style and what I wanted to explain there is uh, that takes actual eyeballs of us being able to sort of classify each one of these products in different styles and then some some products aren't necessarily you can't even really classify them in a particular style so that's a little bit of a tough filter for us mm -hmm. but um, it works really well with very um, you know things like mid-century um, or um, really modern looking pieces of furniture. It, it works really well because those are very easy to identify. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to improve on that. We're, going, we're asking our manufacturers for help for it and then we might actually also open it up to designers to be able to classify themselves um, that other designers can benefit from. Mm, that's yes. a good idea. Yes, and you can, you can really narrow things down. Um, you can narrow it down by vendor. Uh, if you have your favorite set of let's say 30 vendors, you can save those in a save search. So you're always searching through those and you can turn that off and search through the full pool. So there's some really smart search functionalities and good filters. I would imagine that once a designer starts using this, they're basically hooked because I've heard about the different methods a lot of designers have to go through to source things. Yep. This sounds so much easier. <laughs> we, we actually are, are really seeing that. Um, they they uh, they become very very hooked and um, we see these uh, small purchases happen trickle in here and there as they're sort of testing us out and seeing if we have our act together but then we we see um, that flip it, it's about the 90 day period we see designers start buying a lot of their stuff through us or significantly more than than they did when they were first trying us out but yes I think designers get hooked and we also have a ton of designers who use us as a search engine only and have never purchased through us. Um, so it's still validating, although I would love it if they would purchase through us, but it is still validating uh, that they find the search engine part of it uh, useful as well. But I think, you know, uh, I'm just going to kind of call out uh, one of the biggest time savings that, that uh, I think we provide to designers. You know, when you're, when you're trying to get a quote for a piece of furniture, um, and not only do you need the item price, but you also need the shipping cost and the lead time to make sure it's going to work for your project and also to make sure your client can approve that or, or does approve that. You can, you know, for any 
any one piece sort of doing that the traditional way via email or phone or whatever, that's, you know, maybe a 10 minute or 15 minute task for a designer for one piece of furniture. And you may not hear back on the shipping for a long time. The shipping quotes in this industry tend to be very, very slow. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to give you an example of kind of a, a workflow in designer ink that I think is really beneficial, um, you know, you could find, let's say, 100 different product, products from 100 different manufacturers on designer ink, you know, save them to a project as you find them, uh, things that you like, and then go to that project and click get quote, one button, and my team then will get to work on all of those hundreds of items, get them back to you with the designer net price, the actual shipping cost, and the exact lead time um, from the manufacturer. And we try to do that within two hours. That is insane. Oh my yeah. goodness. <laughs> no, it's a massive time savings. I just got this email from a designer who's been uh, designing for 38 years, really high end. I guess he used to do, he used to work with Tiffany um, uh, and company as well. Uh, he sent me an email and it was just, it's, it's, it almost sounded like he was crying as he was writing it. The, the emotional um, kind of passion in his email to me about how happy he was that this could be how he can work now. It was so, so funny. He said after 38 years, uh, it was just, in, it gives me the chills just talking about it. But um, there's some really major time savings. Yeah, but I love emails like that because, yeah. I mean, when you're over there pouring your heart and soul into this, to know that it's actually changing people's lives, I yeah. mean, that, that's more than just on a business level because if that interior designer feels that much stress relief from using your platform, how is that affecting his daily life, his personal yep. relationships, his time with his family? I mean, the effects of that just snowball. So right. that, that is so exciting. Yeah, it is. I, I loved getting that email. <laughs> yes. It makes it all worth it. Yes. So I am thrilled that this platform exists, and I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for doing this because you are solving a huge pain point in the industry. And I am going to put a link to designer Inc in the show notes so that everyone can go check it out. And I only have one last question for you. Okay. Okay. So I know by the sound of it, you have got a bazillion and two different brands available, but if for some random reason, someone was looking for a particular brand or a particular item and they didn't see it in designer ink. How can they get that added or what does that process look like? Yeah. Okay. That's a good question because we get that all the time from designers on our platform. Um, well, um, first of all, if it's, if it's a retail brand, we're not going to um, work with that for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to go off to wherever you might buy that retail brand normally. Um, But assuming that it's a trade only manufacturer, um, we have a feature called custom quote and you can just click on a link, upload the picture and put a link to the product and then we'll get that quoted out for you. It's likely we already have a trade account with that manufacturer. We just don't have their products on the site yet. Um, And we work really hard to get that quote information back to you as quickly as possible. Even if you didn't find the product on designer Inc. Wow. I am, honestly amazed like that <laughs> that is going to make so many people happy all right so i'm going to make sure to include that special note in the show notes because just knowing that your platform truly is built on the ever changing and evolving needs of each interior designer says a lot 
So Heather, thank you so much for being here today. I know that you've, you're super busy. <laughs> well, thank you too. And I hope I didn't talk everybody's ear off. I hope no. it was interesting. Not at all. We love stories. That's what people remember the most. So I'm really glad that you were able to share yours with us. And as we wrap this up, I just want to remind everybody that Designer Inc. is free for you. Yeah. There is absolutely no barrier between you and it. You should just go check it out and sign up. And Heather, just stay on for a second and we'll chat afterwards. Thank you again, Kate. And thanks everybody listening. Yes, thank you so much, everyone. And until next time, keep your marketing simple and your message clear. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.